Warning, the boys have little experience in research and no experience in comedy. While we hope you learned something from today's episode, the cases presented are not meant to be the full story. Sources are included in the episode description because God knows the boys did a terrible job of explaining it. Welcome back to Boys on the Case. It is your favorite deputy karaoke here. John. <laughs> Just John. Just John. We're back, and we're better than ever. We know it's been a little while, but... Or you don't pay attention. It's been no time at all. <laughs> it's weird how time works. What Jeremy's referring to is, remember how we did that like thing for a while where it was like, oh, there's a virus, and mm-hmm. then we got the vaccines, and we're like, oh, it's it's better. Um and they start reading the news headlines again. It's like, oh, it's actually maybe worse than it, than it ever was ever before. Um, we're, we're trying to be safe and good. So our recording schedule has been thrown really out of whack. Also, life has just been crazy on both ends. Uh, yeah, it has. Yeah. But I, but particularly, I think the, the specific thing that caused this is that you had a very direct exposure. Yes. And Lucy had a very direct exposure. Yes. COVID exposure, I yes. should say. Yeah. Um, and then I... I live with Lucy, so very direct, <laughs> indirect exposure. Right. Um, all people who we know who are completely vaccinated, um, so it made us a little apprehensive. Yeah, yeah, it was a little scary. A little, little bit, a little nerve-wracking, yeah. so but we're all good. We just wanted to play it extra safe. Yes. Um, and so now we're back to attempt to make a show. We've been on the same attempt for quite some time now. I feel like... Every episode's an attempt, <laughs> and I hope to one day succeed in making a podcast. I don't know about you. When will we know we've made it, John? I think when I get off the mic and I don't do my ritual hands and face thing <laughs> for a while. You know what I'm talking about? You mean regret? Yeah, like I get off and I'm just like, I don't want to talk for like an hour to yeah, anybody. Yeah, 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 I think if once we end an episode and I'm like feeling okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Not that I am the judge, jury, executioner on this show, but it is lowest common denominator. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If that is met, then everything else is fine. Exactly. Okay. Everyone who walks away has to be feel good about themselves after. <laughs> okay, so should we just get into it? Um. Well, for our new listeners, this is Boys on the Case. And- oh, yeah, yeah. We got our... <laughs> this is Boys on the Case, an investigative comedy podcast where you, the listener, send in your questions to us, the boys, to try and answer it to the best of our ability. Um, we're doing one case per week uh, forever, and it is John's turn this week. That's right. And I think you got a juicy one at that. I think so. It's real quick. Speaking of COVID and podcast, you hear Joe Rogan got, got COVID? He got COVID? You didn't hear about this? Oh, no. What about his open mouth and throat? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I think the part that it's not funny that he got it because that's because that's awful, right? <laughs> What's funny is that he's been talking mad shit apparently about I don't I don't listen to him uh, and no, neither do I. Um, I have plenty of friends who are into conspiracies and pot, so I don't I don't feel the need to <laughs> tune in. But um, he you know has been talking mad shit this whole time about like your immune system's fine, right. and then after he got it, pumped himself with like every fucking drug. Oh my god. That was possible for COVID aid. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty good. Huh. Yeah. He's not as tough as he seems. He's like a big, big, strong man, but he's being piloted by a scared little boy. Just, just like all of us. <laughs> he's no different it's than okay, us. It's okay, Joe. Our podcasts are the same. You you need, a, you need a, <laughs> a shoulder to cry on. I'm here. 
I'm not. <laughs> Jeremy's not, but I'm here. I, I, I can see the scared little boy inside. I am not better than that. All right, so here we go. This is from Oksana F. <gasps> Why do you? Okay. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> That's not a reveal. <laughs> uh, okay, taking into account meme history, where do you project meme culture going in 10 to 20 years? Oh, what a question. Yep, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot to this. A lot, a lot. So right at the top of the head, I want to discuss the concept of a meme. Oh, Can oh, you no. define a meme for me, Jeremy? Oh God, um, this is a a running joke. Um, that, what is uh, a meme? A meme is a running joke that is born on the internet, usually accompanied by an image, um, or a text, and it is something that is applied to multiple takes or situations. Okay, you're using a lot of words, maybe not the right ones. <laughs> I never use the right word, Sean. You danced around it really hard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's an internet meme. Okay. It's kind of, we're going to get into this a little bit more, but a meme meme can apply to a lot more things and is technically much, much older, even though it's only recently been identified effectively. Um, I I ripped this verbatim off of the Wikipedia page for it because I could not think of a better way to word a definition of a meme, and I think it's actually quite intriguing. So a meme is a an idea, behavior, or style that spreads by means of imitation from person to person within a culture and often carries symbolic meaning representing a particular phenomenon or theme. A meme acts as a unit for carrying cultural ideas, symbols, or practices that can be transmitted from one mind to another through writing, speech, gestures, rituals, or other imitatable phenomena with a mimicked theme. I feel like a lot of things apply as memes. You now. glazed over. Yeah. <laughs> I, your eyes did a thing when I was saying that. So that is a lot. It basically yeah, yeah, yeah. just means any thing that a human can do or make that could be imitatable by another person. Okay. So, and we're going to get some more examples of that in just a little bit. But when we say meme, what we really technically mean is an internet meme. And there's a huge distinction between those two that we will mm. once again get into okay. in a second. Okay. So the term was actually first coined and presented by the evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. Known <laughs> a known atheist and maybe asshole. I No. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> no. I just know a lot of people don't like him. Oh, why not? I don't I I've I've heard he's kind of an a hole. Oh, that's it? Just personally? It's all hearsay. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> um I think he's like antagonistic. Okay. I, I don't I don't know. I I really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just heard a lot I've said his name to a lot of people. Who aren't like anti-evolution? Okay. Who are just like I don't like Richard Dawkins. Yeah. But he in his in a book he wrote that was released in 1976 called "The Selfish Gene" had nothing to do with memes, but he did. Well, it just had to do about with evolutionary stuff. Okay. But you know, you know, big big smart boy things. Yeah, big brain, big brain shit. Um, and in this book, he not only coins the terms, but he gave some examples. Of memes, and these are things such as melodies, catchphrases, fashion, and the technology of building arches. What? The technology of building arches. That's awfully specific. It is. <laughs> um, but that's just a quote from the Wikipedia page <laughs> on the book. But like, but it makes sense. It falls under that category. Okay. I think what's what's really super interesting about this, and I don't remember how much this I talk about in my notes, but memes are like a cult or like a unit okay and there's a proposal that they move and change in a darwinian kind of way so they evolve yes in okay. almost the same way that living organisms do. oh yeah once okay. again we're going to kind of get to yeah. that yeah <laughs> 
So it was, and then in 2013, Dawkins actually said that his original concept of memes was hijacked. <gasps> By who or what? By funny terrorists. Oh, no. Not his words, mine. <laughs> funny terrorists <laughs> hijacked memes. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now they're... <laughs> <laughs> Just by internet memes, because they're very different. The big <laughs> distinction that he made is that internet memes, or as me, John, a cool teen who fucks calls them internet funnies, are purposely crafted and altered, whereas the original concept of a meme that he presented changed form in an evolution that is compared to how genes reproduce and spread. Okay. Internet memes, as we think of them, progress inorganically in the sense that there is deliberate change to it. Right. Whereas original memes just kind of spread and okay. do whatever they're going to do. Right. I could talk about it all day. It's very interesting. The field of study is called memetics, um, wow. which is the study of information and culture transfer in a way that's akin to Darwinian evolution. Okay. Uh, however, the field is largely considered to be a pseudoscience. It has never been recognized as a research program. Damn. So don't, <laughs> don't take too much stock in what you read. It's a fun idea, but maybe not much else. I did also, there's a scholarly article in the description I've linked that details why it has never been accepted as a real field of study. Okay. And some stuff on like how you can, we can make it so, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Et cetera. Um, another cool thing you should look out, you should look at this too, Jeremy, is called the OPT Project, O-P-T-E. Oh. Uh, OPT. Op- Opt. Opt. I'm not sure how you say it, but it is a visual flowchart of the internet and how everything touches, oh. like how everything interconnects. Okay. It's fucking wild looking. There's like a time lapse of the internet from 1997 to 2021 um, that just shows. It doesn't look like anything. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, like yeah. it, it doesn't look like anything you could look at and be like, hmm, mm. yes. Yeah, that... that <laughs> yeah, but it is still <laughs> extremely interesting because it shows... Like, if we go by Dawkins' definition of a meme, everything on the internet is a meme. Right. So, this, in a sense, is a flow chart of, like, memes. memes. Yeah. Yes. Which I think to be very interesting. Um, so, moving on to meme history. That's just a little <gasps> setup for what memes are. Yeah. Uh, it's Meme history is hilarious in how unfunny old memes are. Man, I... Okay, so, as a child, I remember the first memes I got into when I first discovered Reddit was like the fu712 memes like the rage comics yes um, rage comics and i, I, remember, I touch on that i remember like dying laughing one time and thinking this will never not be funny yes. i will always laugh when i look at this um and you look at it now when you and it's as if your brain chemistry <laughs> on a on a microscopic level has been altered in such a way that not only can you not find it funny, you're appalled by the thought of a version of yourself yes. that might derive humor. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's a joke to talk about how old jokes are not funny. Uh-huh. But it is, to me, going back and looking at old memes, is fucking unbearable how... It's, like, embarrassing it's, how not it's, funny... That's what I was about to say. It's embarrassing to yourself. <laughs> it is. It is. I put in my notes. The first thing that came to mind are Rage Comics. <laughs> Which I, I assume everyone remembers. That was like the Megusta face yeah. and the troll face. Like, it, here's the setup. <laughs> Thing happens. Negative and or positive reaction. And then the opposite reaction. And then a conclusion. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they're they're terrible. What's, what's so interesting about those is that they they still exist in a way. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that when we get to it. Which I'm going to stop saying. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll see shit that I used to uh, share on like my Facebook memories, 
from like 12 years ago where it's me like trying to share like a rage comic or whatever and every yeah. time i see that i'm like oh my god you're so fucking lame <laughs> <laughs> now some of them are still actually pretty funny and some of the old ones there's one on this list i found is some old memes it's actually still pretty good okay um i, I decided trying to find the first meme online mm-hmm. is almost impossible okay so i didn't go for it <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I said, "You know what you're about. You know what you're. Exp- you know what you can accomplish." Right. Um. So I just found some some old ones. Okay. At the first one, this was pretty good. Um. In 1990, Mike Godwin, an American attorney and author, coined Godwin's Law on a Usenet newsgroup discussion board. Okay. Now the law states that the longer discussion on the internet goes, the chance of Hitler or the Nazis becoming involved goes up until the moment that it happens. Oh man! And I think this really has some stopping power because it still is true. Oh man, I can't refute it. <laughs> you can't. It inevitably will happen, no matter what you're talking it's about. It's math. It will happen. The formal language on it, I forgot what he wrote, but it was like really like scientific. It was like we'll go up and it will. It's like as a discussion prolongs, it it approaches one. One being the the numerical moment in which someone says Nazis or Hitler. <laughs> Which is very good. (laughs) (laughs) Then in 1996, we have Dancing Baby. Uh, It's just a clip of a CGI dancing baby. Oh, okay. He's dancing to Blue Suede's cover of Hooked on a Feeling. Oh. So you could kind of say this was like Baby Groot before Baby Groot. You know what I mean? Not that Disney's going to pay that money. (laughs) Um, They don't pay anybody anymore. uh, Yeah. Uh, this was actually originally popularized through email chains, <gasps> but was eventually transferred into a GIF form. Okay. So this is not a piece of lost media. Damn. After all, but there's a lot of things that are. Yeah. Probably shouldn't be. <laughs> not Dancing Baby. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Uga Chaka Uga Chaka Baby. <laughs> oh. I guess to the, the name of the, the lyrics of the song. How do you even spell that? Uh, Just look up o- Dancing o- Baby. Oh, oh, oh. G A C H A K A or A C K A exactly just say dancing baby whatever (laughs) you got me Jeremy yeah early internet is hard (laughs) (laughs) then in the early two thousands we have a very innovative meme maybe not the first of its kind but the the first to to really give it that weight that it has today and that's it's a trap (gasps) that one. Wow. It's one of the earliest reaction image memes. It, I'm sure most people know what it is. Yes, it's not it, that old. It features Admiral Akbar from Star Wars, yes. who's very unceremoniously killed in The Last Jedi, <laughs> practically off screen. Uh, and he's just saying it's a trap. That's it. That's that, the that, joke. That's it. And it was used to react to a lot of things because it's a reaction right. image. Um, it was pretty straightforward. There wasn't a lot of nuance in these early ones. It was just warning you. Right. Now, it was often used in a way that, by modern standards, is wicked not cool. Oh? Which was that it was usually to, quote-unquote, warn someone that a sexually ambiguous or feminine-presenting person actually had a penis. Oh, because penises are bad. Well, you, if you're attracted to women, you can't be attracted to penis. You can't? Listen, this is Admiral Akbar's <laughs> words. And I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know why George Lucas added that in the digital remaster of Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> Where Admiral Akbar said, it's a trap and love should be between a man and a woman. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that was the best edition. 
I don't know, man. It's it's canon. It, it tragically gave the character way more depth than he originally had. Do you know what I mean? And it, it made his unceremonious death in The Last Jedi a little more worth it. It did, and I am hoping. I've heard some talks that Disney's going to do a, a Lucas-style re-release of that, in which as he's being sucked into the void of space, he says, I regret distancing myself from my gay son. <laughs> which does have a redemption arc in it. Yeah, right? which it's is good. very short, but it needs to be it there. It needs to be there. The fans want it. Give me the Disney cut. <laughs> The Walt cut. Give me the Walt cut. I've <laughs> <laughs> lost myself in my notes thinking about George Lucas adding a B-plot about the sanctity of heterosexual marriage. In a galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay, sorry. So uh, the early days of memes are very much what we recognize now. Images, GIFs, videos that were shared. Um... I would say modern ones have become increasingly complex and intertextual. Oh, man. It, intertextual, it's hard. It's yeah. hard sometimes. Intertextual meaning it references other texts. Yes. Like, you can't just read it and know what's happening. You right? have to know where this meme came from yes. to understand the next one. Early ones had massively broad appeal. That uh, yeah. was the whole point. Right. It, it was as common as possible. Now you have ones that the thing, um, Warhammer 40K memes come to mind because mm. those crop up a lot on the popular page of Reddit. Um I read that shit, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck it says. It's yeah. kind of funny, though. Uh, there's, there's, like, some humor to it. Um, and then before YouTube, you had Flash animations, which were very popular, and those were on sites such as Newgrounds, Albino Black Sheep, and Funny Junk. Um, I, did yeah. you ever... Newgrounds was my shit. Newgrounds was my shit, too. Yes, sir. It kind of got a it, it got a revival recently really? with, with Friday Night Funkin'. Oh, that oh, rhythm yeah. game. It's kind of had a new heyday because of that, huh. which is very exciting to see. Um, then in 2005, YouTube launched, and many memes moved to this short video format. So right. think like Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, it was just way easier, right? Because it's also as video cameras are becoming more accessible, mm -hmm. you don't have to know how to draw. Um, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it's so much easier. And by 2011, uh, the the image macro becomes the king of memes. Oh, now if you're asking yourself, what is an image macro? You've yeah. seen it. It's a uh, top text, bottom text. Oh amazing that's an image map yes <laughs> and these but these were actually the evolution of demotivationals do you know do you remember demotivationals are those like the motivational posters but like yes. there's something bad instead yes okay or they're just like they subvert your expectations yeah yeah, yeah. so for anyone who doesn't know picture those motivational things it'll be at work like a picture of a mountaintop and it says like hope underneath it it's like Get you got it right. <laughs> Get you got it. Demotivationals were in the same format. You've probably seen one. They would just say something like, "Love yourself," because we all hate you, or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Um, and these became the evolution of that image. Okay. Macros were okay. born from the ashes of demotivationals, which is a big win, in my opinion. <laughs> um, also, this this is also includes advice animals, which were <gasps> very long time. Love advice animals. I would consider it to be a very dark period of meme. <laughs> history they were very bizarre uh the only one i remember was the antiquated duck that always ended up saying something racist oh yeah um, <laughs> which i guess things haven't changed that much <laughs> or the bear that was used as you to admit some sort of guilty feeling or thought you would have yeah i like the penguin oh it's usually a two-parter they were all really weird yeah and at the time they felt right but looking back on they were really bizarre <laughs> <laughs> and then around 2015 memes start to take a more contemporary form something that we would recognize this is when memes such as harambe 
start to emerge. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Still funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And also, in this time period, emerges the super meme. Oh? Super memes are these memes. I don't know if this is a general term. There's a video in the description that's a timeline Uh of memes up to 2016 that uses this term. And it basically is when a meme comes out, and that's, like, the primary meme. Oh, like the meme of the month. Basically. Yeah. Basically meme of the month. Okay. Um, So things like SpongeGar, just any SpongeBob that one. That was a good error. Any SpongeBob yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, oh, shit, that what up? Or oh, whatever. shit, what up? It's your boy. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Like, apparently that one also, I didn't know this, that one had a weird thing where it didn't come from anything. Someone just huh. made that oh, okay. for the purpose of being spread as a meme, hmm. which is very rare. Where memes are usually on accident or just hyper contextual. Like you see something and you're like, "That has the ability to, yeah, to spread." That's, that's meme, but it's from something. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's very rare for a meme to be, "I made this up from scratch." Here you go, and now it spreads like a meme. Right. Because usually there is some sort of touch point that you need. Right, right, context. Exactly, yeah. some sort of context. That you, and you usually can't create context, but mm-hmm. good on that frog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- another part of the super meme is they also get like remixed a lot mm-hmm. before eventually dying off. A lot of memes just kind of have an iteration, and then they die. Super memes have an iteration, and then they get warped and twisted. I, by what I can only imagine is like the internet equivalent of like a, a warlock. Yeah. They become so distorted and like writhing in pain <laughs> that you're almost you're thrilled when they go away. Yeah, not just for your sanity, but for their peace, <laughs> for society, for the memes' ability to rest. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as is American tradition, the black community spawned plenty of iconic memes through Black Twitter. Yes, and we fucking took that. No, shit. no, mine. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> we did it with Elvis. We need to password lock Black Twitter. <laughs> So well, you guys what's the password? <laughs> it's obviously the N word. You can't type oh it gosh. unless you're black. <laughs> no, you're wrong though, because people say it all the time. Just do Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <gasps> That'll keep out the people you don't want. This is true. This is true. There okay. You go. Yeah, glad that I could solve that yeah. for you. Uh oh. This episode's title: oh, no. John solves Black Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Am I the race savior in this one? <laughs> Just like the blind side. Immediately canceled from Black Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> I saved Black Twitter and then I acknowledged it and that was the problem. <laughs> it's so plausible. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, man. I actually found – I don't know if you know about this. I didn't know about this until recently. I was looking up controversial subreddits and Black People Twitter came up. Yeah. Which is a very interesting subreddit. It's just Black Twitter. Yeah. For people who don't want to go on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder why would they be on a list of controversial subreddits? And I guess it's like an April Fool's joke. They made everyone verify their skin color. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and then kind of didn't get rid of it entirely or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I was like, I get it. But that is a bad look. It is a bad look. That's a bad, bad look. It, it was a joke. Meant it was like it was basically an inside joke that everybody got wind of, and it was just like, oh, but like that's not what we really mean. And then some of Black Twitter was like, yeah, yeah, let's, what's wrong with this? And it's like, no, no, Omar. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 
Jesus. Um, and I'm not going to give much of a timeline past that because it's it's so recent. Like, yeah. We remember it. Memes just came about like surrealism, what I would describe as spiraling irony. Uh, a lot of political memes. Uh, yes. Memes containing immense intertextuality. The explosion of fandoms. <gasps> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the biggest one probably ever in all, I think, in all of meme culture is TikTok. Yes. Probably the biggest powerhouse to ever exist within meme generation. At, at this point, and it's sad to say, as somebody who grew up on Vine, and I was for the longest time adamant about not downloading TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just on principle, because sure. I, I liked Vine so much. But now that I'm actually on TikTok, I'm like, okay, I see how this yes. has worked a lot better. Yes. Um, it's sad. I have read some concerning things that maybe it's being used as like a back-end way for like the Chinese government to steal data oh absolutely yeah which is a li- <laughs> and listen i'm not saying that china's awful we steal data too we fucking uh, hoorah we invented that shit um but it's still not cool <laughs> makes me a little uncomfortable uh <laughs> but yeah that's that's kind of where we are i didn't know another way to really go through meme history it's a lot it's all of internet. It, yes, it's also very monetizable now. That's a huge thing. Mm. No longer is this 4chan trolls underneath a bridge. It's Connor next door who wants to sell his merch on his YouTube videos. And he probably is. And he probably <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeremy, that's not the, that's not where we're going with this, Jeremy. Where we're going with this is where it's going to be in the future. What? Like the Oracle of Delphi. I will now predict the future, Jeremy. This is going to get wacky, isn't it? It is. Oh, man. Right after this break. <laughs> All right, so before we go after the break, we should. do you want to do our um, pre-break kiss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here. Okay. That always, yeah, that always soothes me. Yeah. Get out of here, Lucy. Lucy, get the fuck out of oh here. Oh, my God. We're trying to Jesus, have we're our... trying to fucking record. <laughs> and kiss. No, Lucy, get out of here. John. No girls in the studio. John, don't, just, it's just you and me right now, John. Just look at me, John. It's okay. God, she just dresses me so much. I know. I know. Come here, baby. God, I Come wish here. I wasn't straight no, and I could be rid of women. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> so we're trying to re- so <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, one day I will rid these hetero shackles. And it could just be the boys. <laughs> Forever. The, the boy singularity. <laughs> Oh, okay. Ooh, Anyways. Right. Okay, so the probably the biggest thread that kept popping up as I researched this was not the memes themselves, but the methods in which they were created and spread. Okay. That was like the big thing mm-hmm. that always comes back around to it. So as I found, as communication technology spreads and evolves, so do the memes for it. Okay. Right? Like it starts in email and message boards and then to like Facebook and Twitter and now TikTok and so on. Um, I don't think it, this is a challenging concept, especially in a TikTok era where we've like seen all this shit. Right. Now, it's also very interlinked by where comedy rests within the culture and current events. And by that, I mean, obviously, as time progresses, there are jokes that are funny, jokes that are not funny, jokes that are cool, jokes that are not cool. A lot of those. A, a lot of those. <laughs> um, so that's a big part of it. 
and also the way like tech seems to drive that and vice versa. But I, we're not talking about culture or comedy, so I'm gonna focus on the technology here. Okay. Because that would be a whole other thing. Um, also, it's incredibly hard to predict where culture and comedy are going to go way more than technology. Yeah, it takes just one national event to change the course of, you know, all of comedy. Basically. So <laughs> I have <laughs> also, so we're going to like try to predict some, some, some future memes. I'm not an expert or a smart person. So wait, 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 wait. I, I would be remiss if we didn't bring up the, the 20 year rule. About nine eleven. Oh god! Well, oh god! I don't know. Okay, well, let's acknowledge and move on. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Some people have a twenty-year rule, which means you can't joke about a historical event or tragedy until twenty years has passed. Right. Coming up on that for nine eleven. <laughs> In mere days. In mere days. At the time of recording, we are six days out. The floodgates are going to open. Yes, and we're not not. Not from, from here. No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, I don't think there's much humor left in that well <laughs> no. at this point. But. <laughs> clench your butts. It's, this is going to be a shit show. I've already seen some people doing it <laughs> preemptively. And I was like, fuck, guys, 20 years. Y'all blew the lid off of this a week early. Good job. Anyways, yeah, oh, be man. ready for that. <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> It's going to be very tasteful, I bet. Oh, man. Oh, God. All right. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, no. You're fine. I'm, I'm glad we could do that PSA. <laughs> if you're squeamish, maybe unsubscribe from all your history meme accounts. Oh, no. <laughs> on whatever social media platforms. It's about to get dark. <laughs> well, as I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not an expert or a smart person. So sure. this is this is going to be mostly, mostly for fun. <laughs> If in 20 years this doesn't come to fruition, fuck off. Like, and if it does? And if it does, I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm a and I'll never die. <laughs> but this is, this is ifs and maybes. Okay, okay, okay. So, which is the best I can really do. Now, two examples I have of how technology has advanced and changed memes I have are maybe a little weird, but I think they're very pertinent to what we're talking about here. Okay. The first is meme generators. Um, and the second is Discord memes. Oh, now, meme generators like may not seem as obvious. They basically just let you take an image and put the top text, bottom text. Mm-hmm. But the emergence of these sites is what caused image macros to explode. Because now, basically anyone who had a JPEG they liked and internet access could make a meme. So that's like a huge turning point for memes because now almost everybody's engaging in them. Yes. Where before, being a consumer of memes and a maker of memes had some hard lines between exactly. them. Now those lines blur and it could be anybody doing anything. Kind of like the podcast industry. Kind of like the podcast industry or really just any jackass. <laughs> with a microphone. With a microphone, <laughs> yeah. Like, can do it. <laughs> and in fact, phone recordings are pretty good too. Yeah. So really just anyone <laughs> can make a show. <laughs> show is a strong word. Show is a strong word. Anyone could upload audio. <laughs> <laughs> but so for this is the accessibility right yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can take a meme put their own spin on it put it back out there huge for like memes in general absolutely and then for discord memes i would argue at this point have become an entire subcategory of memes how so well there are memes that are about the context of discord the one that first came to my mind is the having the thing that says multiple people are typing oh right yes. like someone says something controversial <laughs> and it says multiple people are typing <laughs> And <laughs> while Discord is v- 
very akin to old message boards and stuff like that. There's also like like Discord emojis yeah. and stuff like that, right? Like there are memes that are funny because of something that Discord specifically allows. Right. The biggest thing I'm thinking of is being able to see these real-time responses. <laughs> So it's much more accessible with those message boards, but that real-time notification of one or more people responding builds anticipation, yes, absolutely. which allows for a new form of comedy. Okay. Right? It's yeah. very different than message boards, which were by comparison more like what would be the term asynchronous. Yes. So uh, maybe not the like the biggest game-changing thing <laughs> in it, but Discord is a very specific way to accomplish humor. Okay. Through meme spread, right? right. Um. So, like I said earlier, it's hard to base a lot of these things and, like, predict. For instance, back in July, I wouldn't have predicted memes about uh, the Taliban Special Forces Unit. Oh. Which are now there. Okay. Right? Yeah. You've seen the photos, haven't you? Uh, yes. Yeah. In case anyone doesn't know, the Taliban have actual military forces now. Like, they are dressed in U.S. gear? Yep. Head to toe? I mean, um, the flag's not on it. The flag's not on it. Bastards. But, uh, <laughs> they remember to remove the sticker, I, I guess. I can't believe it. <laughs> Knowing us, we probably took all the stickers and then left all the body armor. (laughs) (laughs) These are important. The rest won't fit on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So it's kind of to kind of say. And so what I did is I looked at some realistic changes or challenges to communications technology over the next 10 to 20 years, a little bit further than that, um, to discuss how these could affect memes. Right. So... First one is social media changes and a or artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, some experts think that the growing discontent towards established social media sites could lead to the emergence of new ones that are more focused on privacy, cracking down on misinformation, stuff like that. Like Parler. Well, glad you said that. <laughs> There's also the chance that this could lead to more splintered social media sites that cater to specific beliefs or political affiliations. Like a parlor. Yeah, I wrote in my notes like parlor or whatever the fuck the other one is. I, whatever one's full of gay porn now. Uh, what is that one? I don't know. It's Trump's one, right? He has a his own app? It's like his people. I, I forget. I thought, I thought that was parlor. Maybe it is. It's hard to say. <laughs> But that's a chance. We could just have people making more and more specific social yeah, media yeah, yeah. sites, which is what the internet was originally. I mean, Tumblr's doing a great job. Is it? I think so. Um... <laughs> well, at least until they stopped allowing porn. Anytime, uh, yeah, anytime I catch word coming out of Tumblr, every time those whispers are on the wind, it's always something dire. <laughs> like, I don't hear about their victories, right? <laughs> I was laying here... low, waiting for the end. Uh, yeah, but it's always something about like the the Homestuck fandom exploding again, mm. or something else, right? <laughs> I, it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, but where AI comes into this is as AI progresses, it's expected to help identify like deep fakes and misinformation. With some predicting there will be like an AI arms race between the people who are trying to spread misinformation and people who are trying to uh, root it out. Mm. So. How this will change memes is that there could very well be AI or machine learned developed memes, which could, you know, kind of in the way that I think like meme generators exploded memes. If you had AI tools that could do the same thing, but for more complex mediums like GIFs, videos, CGI, whatever. Yeah. It could do the same thing, but for much more complex things where you don't need a video editing software you just need to plug in some stuff, and this AI can kind of take you there. Damn. Right? That's too powerful. It is, but it's something. To, it's also best-case scenario of AI, I think. <laughs> um, but it could make things very 
very different, right? Like imagine if you as easily as you could ship post a text meme, you could ship post a video. That would be amazing. It would be very interesting. Yeah. It would be very, very interesting. <laughs> so that's something that could really kick things into high gear. <laughs> um, it might also mean tighter security on websites with more automated systems on what can and cannot be posted. More captures when you log in. Yeah, sure, Jeremy. <laughs> um, that it, uh, you know, if your memes don't involve misinformation, you should be fine. But from what I see online, that could fuck up a lot of people. Yeah, it really do. Yeah, sometimes. what if you try to make a meme and it's like an AI is like, "Hi, I read this and it's wrong." <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like, what are you gonna do? Argue with it? <laughs> it can't hear you. <laughs> It's also Ted steps ahead of you. <laughs> it's like, sorry, well, you were writing out that email to HR about how I took this flag post down. And I browsed your entire internet history. <laughs> also, I replied to the email you haven't finished writing yet. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no in more words, but. <laughs> That's terrifying. It is. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. This one's funnier. <laughs> Uh, AR and self-driving cars. Now, the self-driving cars, I think it's going to be your favorite, Jeremy. Really? I think it's a fucking... It's an idea I thought of earlier today, and I think it's the funniest thing I've thought of in a long okay, time. Okay, okay. So, AR, or augmented reality, um, some predict could replace smartphones over the next couple decades. Uh, well, You know, we already had this with the Google Glass. Yeah. Right? I was very excited for that. Yes, it didn't do anything. Um, I remember... What do they call people who had them? Glass holes? I think so, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Google, towards the end of its production line, which wasn't very long. Only, they only made them for like three or four years. Right. Put out a guide called How to Not Be a Glass Hole. Yeah. Um, but major <laughs> tech companies like Apple, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft have already or have been investing a lot of money into augmented reality. Yeah. So there's a chance that instead of having a smartphone, you could you know, just have like a pair of like glasses or sunglasses or something that project for you into your retina yeah i saw one guy in an article that i didn't use because i don't think it was very well written but he was saying that by 2025 you have a smartphone you could look like a loser or something like that oh my god and i was like damn dude that's uh let me look at my phone four years four years from now four years from now <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure it seems like we have to cross a lot of boundaries my current phone might still be working yeah <laughs> I'm not so sure about that one, but I think as far as memes go, you could have this like you could have interactive memes in like okay. a more three dimensional space in a in a car that drives itself. Well, no, no, with the augmented reality. Okay, if you have media that you can interact with in a three dimensional environment, right? Think of it like VR, right? Wherever you want to be, yeah. Memes will pr can relate to that, damn. Right, so you could have three dimensional memes that might have multiple pieces of media that you have to perceive at different angles to get the meme. That's a far-flung one. Oh, my God. But it's possible, right? That makes my brain hurt. Probably won't be the most popular memes, right? Because <laughs> it sounds very complicated. Yeah. But it's very possible. At the very least, we'll have memes about AR. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> you can rest shared on that one. But I think that would be very interesting. Huh. Now, for self-driving cars. So self-driving cars, as a part of their development, have vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle communications, or okay. V2V, which allows the cars themselves to communicate information to each other, like speed, direction, location. It's a safety feature. Cool. Um, modern forms of it can transmit, like I think, 10 bits of data, or like 10 different concepts of data to each other per second. 
Um, have a range of up to 300 meters, which is pretty good. That's a, that's a long way, yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean there's no reason the cars, the people in the cars can't communicate to each other. <laughs> um, what I'm basically describing is proximity chat on oh. the highway. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and Elon Musk even joked about this for Teslas. Yeah, because they can do that already, can't they? I don't know. It's hard to say what a Tesla can do at this point. <laughs> they put Minecraft on it, I think. Yeah. That's great. Needed that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm imagining people spreading memes from car to car. And now imagine this, Jeremy. The car in front of you has some dumbass bumper sticker, and all the cars around you start posting reaction images and GIFs onto your dash Damn. as everyone just starts making fun of this car. Damn, you get roasted just for driving? Yes. I, I, the word I used in my notes is roasted. Oh my God. Get roasted by each other. Now, what I, it's gonna, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> Personally, what I don't look forward to is getting in the car, starting it up, adjusting my mirror, auto setting to mute all nearby cars. <laughs> Personal bubble on. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody <laughs> else. Like, you, imagine getting in your car and a notification thing pops up, and Ugh. you're just like, "Fuck me." Oh no, that I, I just thinking about drive. Women driving is just gonna be worse for them because guys are not gonna be able to hit on them while they're driving. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, you just, like, go down the wrong street, and you get, like, 13 different, like, chat invites. Oh, my God. No, no. Like, hey, I like your car. Yeah, now, female <laughs> listeners, maybe we could bring Lucy into the studio momentarily to get her opinion on it. <laughs> Is that worse than getting hit up on LinkedIn? Because <laughs> in my opinion, socially speaking, socially speaking. <laughs> Trying to pick up someone on LinkedIn is the worst option. That is an automatic no. The worst option. And I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, I met my husband on LinkedIn. You shouldn't have. You, that, That's fucked up. That's so bad. That's so bad. It's just like that. It's just like just legitimately not the place. I, I think you could. Yeah. I mean, it's like, could you describe something less professional? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, let me know what's, what would be words like nah, dinner that, car. That would just sound awful because, like, you, oh, like you, they would just be driving everywhere, and guys would just constantly just be, like, basically knocking on their door yeah. digitally. <laughs> like, hey, uh, knock, knock. It's like, no. I wonder, I, I, would, I would like to think that maybe because there's less anonymity involved, it would make it less rampant. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Because, like, with LinkedIn, the good part about LinkedIn is worst case scenario, you just delete that account. <laughs> You right? can get out. There's an out. Yeah. You can but, block them. But in this, it's like you send a bad pickup line, and the woman's not feeling it. And it's just you and her at a red light, and now you're just, like, sitting there looking down, <laughs> trying not to look up. <laughs> okay, what would be worse? What would be worse? You pull up next to a girl. Like, you guys are both doing, like, the speed limit on the interstate. <laughs> okay. And it's the future, so it's, like, 280. You, you uh, send over a message to her, like, a pickup line or whatever. Okay. You look over. You see that she read it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she speeds off. Oh, would you rather her no. decline and be like, no, thank you? Or would you rather her just drive off? Or would you drive off? It's so hard to say because I am so scared of rejection on any front, <laughs> much less romantic. <laughs> so you'd be doing like drive-by invites? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's hard for me to picture because I would never, ever do it. <laughs> right I, yeah, 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 I, and yeah. i don't know why but like i wouldn't consider myself to be an exceptionally socially anxious person okay i would say i experienced the normal amount of social anxiety okay. but online like through that kind of communication i feel immense amounts of social anxiety 
because I'm a very animated talker. Yeah. And I don't know how to translate that to a digital medium. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, I think I would speed off. <laughs> or I think maybe in the show of defeat, I would slow down <laughs> oh, no. and let them overtake me. <laughs> turns out you guys are going to the same place. Ah, fuck. I promise I'm not following oh, you. God, I would go somewhere else. <laughs> I will, honest to God, I would. I would go somewhere else. Social stuff scares the fuck out of me, <laughs> as it should anyone. <laughs> I would rather be shot in the head. Oh, no. <laughs> Last night, Lucy and I went to a drive-thru, and Lucy ordered her stuff, and she um, ordered me a drink. And we didn't communicate beforehand, so it's not her fault. And I was going to order food, but she didn't know that. She just did the thing and drove okay. up. I was like, oh, I wanted to order something. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I could, like, tell the guy at the window. I was like, no, don't do that. And she was like, I could drive back around. And I was like, oh, my God, super don't do that. <laughs> She's like, are you hungry? I was like, I could get a snack at home. I'm fucking. <laughs> this is over. Do not. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get this order. And we're going to leave the Arby's. They're going to think we're weird. <laughs> I did. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> okay. So the last one, this one is probably the weirdest. Um, so this involves interplanetary internet. Um, okay. It sounds, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, it is just very hard to accomplish and it's very complicated. Right. A lot of it I didn't understand. <laughs> Luckily, it was not the bits I needed to. Awesome. That's it, good. It was the bits that it's like on a technical level. Mm. There's like a graph of it. Oh. Of like the servers it would move between. And I was like, that's a fucking, I'm ah, not a nerd. Nah. I don't need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I Listen, I make jokes. I don't have to be good at math. I try to make jokes. I don't have to be good at listen, jokes. Listen, I could be an accomplished information technology scientist and engineer okay. who is spearheading the future of interplanetary communication or I could call him a virgin <laughs> and be the coolest guy in the room. In the universe. In the universe. <laughs> and if memes are about evolution, then I think it's fitting of me to do yeah, that, right? Yeah, who wins? Exactly. You do. I yeah. win. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dork. I'm going to use this interplanetary internet to text my girlfriend what a loser you are. She'll get it in three weeks. <laughs> well, so that's a big part of this. It turns out. Um, and it, it's not what you think it is. It's, okay. it's not the spacing, perhaps. So um, this happens a lot already, but not necessarily in a personal communications. This happens anytime they get pictures from the like one of the rovers on Mars yeah. or whatever the fuck. Um, there's a lot to discuss. Um, and I think it would greatly affect how memes would spread between planets. Okay. Some examples are it's based on a stored forward system, meaning that information is collected, stored to location, typically a satellite, and then sent at a later time. Hmm. So, and there's some reasons for this. Um, probably I got like the three biggest, it seemed like. So one of which would be distance and motion. So on average, light travels from Mars to Earth. And I'm going to assume we're doing Mars to Earth. Interplanetary cool. memes here. Um, light takes, on average, 12.5 minutes to get from here to there. That's not okay. bad. Um, it differs. Sometimes it can be much quicker. Sometimes it can be much further, depending on where they are. Um, this is also assuming that this information is traveling at the speed of light right. the whole time. Yeah. Um, but it can be hindered by things such as solar conjunction, which is when the sun's radiation messes up communication between planets. Um, also, satellites have limited amounts of data that can be stored or sent at a time. Right. Obviously, as let's say we colonize Mars, things get better and better and better. More people, you would have more satellites. But early on, a lot of those satellites are probably not using being used for personal communications. Right. Right. So you probably don't have very high priority on sending a JPEG. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, due to the constant motion of heavenly bodies, planet to planet communications have schedules. Um, meaning, like, a gift sent from Mars would immediately go up to satellites and start making its way to Earth. It might stay there for a minute. And it could be, any, you know, in this context, I think it could be anything like just lining it up. Yeah. What if you, the, I don't know how the things move, the bodies. Yeah, um, in relation to each other. But I assume right. the sun's in between them at some point. Yes. Surely. Yes, yes. Well, yes. you can't send it then. <laughs> It'll just get burnt. Exactly. So I can't send it right now. Also, there's like a huge queue. So yeah. there's like a thousand people. You know how much sexting happens between planets? So... <laughs> Too much. Yeah, too much, quite frankly. <laughs> Stick to your planet. If you wanted them, you should have brought them. Like, I don't yeah, know. right. <laughs> so, but I can already picture in my head a ma- an image macro of a sad astronaut sitting on a Martian rock. And it says, like, top text, bottom text, when you send a funny meme to your friend on Earth, but it's disrupted by solar conjunction. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Can you see that, though? I see it, yeah. Exactly. So I think memes would, for one thing, I think would become much smaller. I was about to say, like, they become pl- simpler. They would become simpler. Okay. I, I think you would approach this point where, I think, on the planets, they would be much more complicated. Okay. But then they would be much simpler in terms of, like, I think they would be a lot of image macros because it's, like, very small. It's not a GIF. It's not a video, right? No, I just More... send dots and dashes. Sure, Jimmy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. It's funny that you think that's funny. Oh, thanks. Nah, I didn't mean it <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, but I also think they would be way less time sensitive. Okay. Right? You're probably yeah. not going to joke about stuff that happened today. Right. You're going to joke about more broad things that might move as the news does. Right. Um, Because by the time it gets to someone, it might be a week or two to months old. At that point, so I think those from those to those would be very, very different than what you might see if it's just Mars to Mars or Earth to Earth or right. Moon to Moon. I, Titan, like, is brought up a lot. Yeah, when talking about it, uh, so that Moon seems good. Okay, cool. A Saturn, Saturn's Moon. No, yes, yeah. Saturn's not a Moon. Saturn's Moon of Titan. Yes, yeah. Saturn has a Moon called Titan. Yeah, it's kind of lousy with them. It's got a lot of them. It's got yeah. a lot They're of all them. like frozen over. Are they? Well, like, the, I know for Titan, at least, like, the surface is, like, m- mostly ice, but they believe that there's liquid water, like, a mile or two below the surface. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, they think there might be life down there, actually. Ooh, that's... Yeah. Like, squ- squids. <laughs> space squids. I don't, I don't like the ocean. I don't want to see <laughs> underground alien ocean. I'm be honest. <laughs> I'm be honest. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I, I guess, in summary, um, memes have really progressed with information technology memes are going to get so much worse they i see i saw a lot of people talking about like the quote-unquote dank era which is like 2015 (laughs) to present the deep fried era Uh, not the deep fried era but just like 2015 on okay it's like the golden age of memes that's so subjective yeah (laughs) right um we definitely have lulls Mm -hmm. here and there it seemed to largely be a coping mechanism for traumatic events absolutely yes maybe not the best (laughs) Maybe be emotionally available, go to a therapist or something like that. But I'm not your dad. If I was, I would never never say that to you. <laughs> I would never open up like that. Can you even imagine? Um, but yeah, as this technology spreads, I think that's going to be the biggest defining factor of it. Uh-huh. And then obviously just as events and culture right. change, stuff like that. I think memes seem to largely, at least in the West, seems like America is like the big meme creator. Yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. like. I'll be very interested to see how that might shift. As time goes by. Damn, that would... I don't know. It's like growing up in America, you forget that, like, the rest of the world just kind of, like, leeches off of your stuff. 
I don't think leeches is, is the right word. It seems like like we're the we're the head of the game when it comes to like well, when a, a lot of media production. Yes. It well, like America is very unique in that Americans watch American stuff. Right. It is very new for us, and it's only with streaming that we started doing it to watch international things right. outside of like anime, of course. Right. Um. But like international films and stuff like that. Whereas a lot of other places will watch their stuff and American, and American stuff, things. So right. they have multiple contexts. It would be very rude awakening for America if suddenly the French were making all the media that we watched. I was going to say the Chinese. That too. <laughs> I, well, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It, like there is some, I think, palatability issues. Okay. Right. Not just translating the words, but like, what does this mean to me? Like, there are some parts of the world that everyday life is so different right. that it just wouldn't be funny to me. Right. Right. Like, I probably can't understand a lot of Indian memes because I don't, I don't yeah. have any cultural context, <laughs> right? And and vice versa. Right. Probably a little more because we found a way to really intrude on kind of just about anything. Hell yeah, son. When it comes to a screen. Woo. So, yeah. <laughs> and most American shows are so good. So great. You ever seen NCIS? Yeah. Anyway, anyways. <laughs> um, well, there you go, Oksana. Yeah, Oksana. I hope that's good enough for you. Yeah. Because I really tried. <laughs> I really did my best. And I dodged COVID for this one. Yeah. Actively. <laughs> so you're welcome is what we're saying. <laughs> As I had every episode, you're welcome <laughs> for listening. I'm happy I could do this for you. Well, that was, that was a trip. Yeah, I think so. And I can't wait for like it to happen verbatim. Phew, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I will profit off that. Not at all. <laughs> Even if I get it down to the to the year. Well, that's the power, John. You 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 have knowledge, but not um, any say over what happens. <laughs> knowledge, but no money, no agency, <laughs> no serotonin. Damn. Yeah, it's gone great. All right. Well, that was a good time. Um, thank you, John. Yeah. For the for the for the question. Uh-huh. Or sorry, thank you, Oksana, for the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, John, for answering the question. Sure. Thank you to who else? Well, um, do we? Do I, mean, we... I guess my parents. Yeah. Um, because they helped a lot in raising me. Wow. Um, my girlfriend Lucy. Wow, so great. Um, for being a subordinate for me. Uh, oh. Um, sorry, sorry, a female partner. Um, to I'm getting a yeah. I'm getting a I'm getting yeah. head shakes from the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I think our camera guy just walked off. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Huh. Yeah, I I, I've been watching one. a lot of Sasha Baron Cohen films, and usually you have to show f- male nudity for someone to storm <laughs> off. I think okay. Um, and then also the very kissable Jason Faust. Oh yeah, They're really the the shoulders I stand on. <laughs> the Rock. Yeah, our foundation. Mm-hmm. But if you got a question, you could send it to us at boysonthecase at gmail dot com. Or you can go to our splash page at anchor.fm slash boys on the case. And there's a little button right there. You can send us a voice message. You might get to hear it on the pod. Ooh. Yeah. It's very sexy. Very cool. Only the sexiest and coolest people do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> which which is Jeremy coming on to Isaiah, <laughs> in case you're wondering. What's up, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Bad touch. Well, yeah. Um, Save it for the interstate. We're going <laughs> to... You see that that Bronco up there, bro? That thing thick. <laughs> wow. Yeah, hey, I like your bumper. Jeremy, there was a meme I forgot to bring up. What? Mind Goblin. 
Mind Goblin. Mind Goblin, these nuts. Fucking hell. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking destroyed. <laughs> You didn't have to do that. I did, though. I'm ending the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>